Welcome to the Backend Engineering Show with your host, Hussein Nasser. This is the show where we discuss the art and the craft of building software and cover recent news on backend technologies. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. With that said, let's get on on the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What is going on, guys? My name is Hussein, and this is a very interesting question that I thought I'd make a video about. I already answered this question in the comment section, uh, for that particular video, I think uh, it was the the video on uh, uh, on DoorDash moving moving from RabbitMQ to Kafka. And the question was, uh, what is the maximum number of connections, TCP connections, that the client can send or, or the server can receive or, or 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 something like that, right? So I don't remember the exact question. Uh, there are so many parts to this question. So if we're talking from the server perspective or from the client's perspective, the answer is different. However, we need to clarify some points. First of all, there is, for a given server, there is no limited uh, theoretical maximum server connections. It depends on the memory and CPU to actually process these TCP connections. However, before you guys yell at me, for each client connecting to that particular server, there is a limit. There is a theoretical limit that you physically cannot exceed. And and why? Because of the TCP header, right? The TCP header, specifically layer 4, has a port header. And, and UDB and, and, and uh, TCP, it doesn't have to be TCP, it's just layer four in general, quick. I don't know if they quick fix that, I hope they did. I can't, I, I don't think they did because uh, you, they're using still UDB. But the bit size is 16 bit. That gives me a maximum of 65,000 connections, 64-ish, because some, some stuff are reserved. And that, only means for let's say one client right from a given ip address to the server to the same ip address they can establish 64000 tcp connection between each other and that's it you cannot exceed that because what where do you get to put the next the 64th and one right there is no limit. It's only 16-bit in the port header, right, in the, the TCP. However, if you are a server, guys, right, like take, take WhatsApp, for example. Check out the video right here. They managed to do 3 million 
TCP connections per server. Why? Because usually a client will not execute 64 million connection, 64,000 connection to the same server. It's, it, it's just ridiculous. Nobody does that, right? And I did talk about uh, the browser executing in HTTP 1.1 to be specific, opening six to 10 connections. That's just a hack, guys, right? Because HTTP limitation in 1.1, they could not send multiple requests at the same time concurrently on the same TCP connection. They had to revert to this idea of having multiple, uh, uh, first they tried pipelining and that failed. Uh, because of head of line blocking. And then they try just to open multiple TCP connections to the same host, right? But that, even that, it will not exceed the maximum, right? It will put a little bit of load on your server, but it's not really a big deal, right? So that that's why you're going to get all these connections. and But yeah, so you can s paralyze them. So yeah, guys, that's, 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 there's no physical limit. Only when it comes to a client and a server. There's this 64,000 connections. But a server can handle so many, right? Because if it, it can it can handle... Here's the thing, right? The server to a given port can port... Like, listen, the server is only listening on one port, right? Let's think about this real clear, right? A server is only listening on one port. Why is the server and the client have maximum of 64,000 connections? The reason is that the server has a fixed IP address. The server also has a fixed port. Remember? It's listening only on port 80 or 443, if it's GPS, right? Or, or any other port. So you technically, as a client from a single IP address, to run out of this combination... That's the 64,000 connection from the client side. That's it. You can only execute 64,000 because you're going to, first, you're going to connect and you're going to use the port, right? The source port, because there's always a source port in the client that, that we use in order to send back information to the, to the client, right? From the server side. If, if that is, the source port doesn't exist, we, we don't know where to send the information. And that's what labeled the connection, right? And there is a, that source IP source port is a two to the power sixteen, which is sixty-four thousand connection, right? So that's the limit here. So you can do so much. It's just per port, per client, per IP address, right? So if the, if a server, it can if the, if there is a, a different IP address. Here's another 64,000 connection. If there's another IP address, here's another 64,000 uh, connection. So, per client, right? But nobody's going to execute 64,000 connections from the same IP address, right? Why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense, right? Because maybe the same TCP connection can handle so much. And we fixed that problem with HTTP Touring. Pipelining and head of line blocking. We'll still have head of line blocking with HTTP 2 at the TCP level, which we fixed with HTTP 3. But one TCP connection is enough now. We open one. Is that the problem? Is like the server. How much does it handle? You can handle as much as you want. Right? As long as you don't don't open a lot of connection from a client. So so technically, there is no limit. 
As long as you're coming from different IP addresses, there's no limit. The sky is the limit. You have more memory, be my guest, open. Right? You have more CPU to handle these <laughs> to these connections, be my guest. I mean, I mean, what's that did it? Three million. I don't think anyone exceeded that. Right? I, I don't I'm not aware of any company pair server again one server i'm talking about one stinking server right so let's talk about proxies here proxies have problem with this guys what is a proxy what is a reverse proxy we talked about that check it out here but a proxy or a reverse proxy is actually a client when it when it comes to the backend so this client connects to the backend in a pooled manner it opens a lot of connection to the backend. So, there is fear of actually exceeding the limit per server. So, let's say you have th uh, two server, two backend servers here, and you have one reverse proxy. And there's a client that makes a request. So, at this side, we don't worry much, right? Because there are many clients from different countries, from different IP addresses. But at this side, at the back end of the reverse proxy, which is also the front end of the back end, right? The reverse proxy will make a request to the back end, right? And let's say it picks the server. It can open one TCP connection. And uh, once it opens that TCP connection, you have reserved TCP connection, right? I'm talking about layer four proxying right now. Layer four proxying is a problem. When it comes to this because if you if you have a client and then that client now that it will just almost like terminate the connection and then create another connection on your behalf the reverse proxy is the source ip right and it establishes a connection to this guy and then let's let's another client comes in with another ip address the reverse proxy will connect as itself to the same target. So we just used the same IP address and the reverse proxy, different source port. So now to a given backend, the reverse proxy can only open 64,000 connections. That's the limit, right? That's the limit. We, we will hit the limit, right? Especially with layer four proxying. It's not, it's not scalable. It will easily, you will easily hit that limit with a WebSocket. If you do like WebSockets proxying in HA proxy, I believe they just downgraded to that, uh, to, to layer four, uh, to, uh, to layer four proxying from uh, layer seven, just, just, just they stream the same connection that, and then that's as a result, that TCP connection cannot be used for anything else, unfortunately, right? If you're doing a layer four stateful connection, right? Like WebSocket or, or even just database stuff, right? Can't use the same t t pipe to send other stuff like HTTP stuff. That's why connection pooling and hopefully quick invoice doing a good job with this. And I, and I, I really like what they are doing with this, right? Invoice using HTTP2 at the back end, right? And when you use HTTP2, you can use one TCP connection and send as many requests as you want, given that you are a layer 7 proxy, right? Because if you're a layer 7 proxy, then you don't have this, you, you, you can 
technically reuse the same TCP connection if you know what you're doing because it's, it's almost like a stateless request, right? The request becomes stateless. Now, if I have a request that comes to the server at the layer 7, like HTTP, I'm going to terminate it and I'm, I'm going to establish the request goes to this server or this server or this server. It doesn't matter, right? You can establish to any connection and then send that request to any backend. That is absolutely powerful. And if you use HTTP2, you can multiplex these requests into the same TCP connection. And that's awesome, right? Because now you can have you don't have a limit anymore. You're gonna open one, two, three, let's say, and that's it. You're not gonna exceed that, right? And then you can serve hundreds of clients at the back end on this three TCP connection. This is called connection pooling, right? But more likely TCP uh, not TCP. Uh, this is multiplexing, right? HTTP multiplexing. Quake will do the same job. It will do it even better, right, at the back end. There is the cost, obviously, HTTP2 cost, a quick cost where, where now we're not using just a beautiful TCP connection where the operating system is doing our job. It's us at the application level. We're assembling these streams and and figuring out what 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 packet belongs to which stream and reassembling and so the application can actually understand what is this thing so it's a cpu cost and, and and google and team are working on on lowering the cost of the cpu for that thing so yeah maximum connections exist it depends what are you doing with proxying if you're doing layer 4 proxying you'll hit that very quick i believe Right, because if you have like a hundred thousand, it really depends how many backends, right? That's why if you, if you're load balancing in the backend, let's take the layer four example again. Let's say we have one twenty thousand clients here, right, and we have one backend, and you want one twenty thousand WebSocket connection, which will turn into lower level layer four proxying, which any client will now be terminated and then now I as a reverse proxy I will connect to the backend on behalf of the client that's that's what a reverse proxy is right and now the backend knows me as the IP address so I have only this much source ports to work with so you'll hit this limit even less than 64,000 because most of the ports are reserved right so yeah that's the problem you're gonna hit it quickly right so that's why you add another backend. So now you have double. You have 64,000 times two, 120, 120 and more. And then, yeah, you'll immediately hit these limits. So the solution is add, add more backends, add more backends. Now this is a bottleneck. Now what do we do? We, we know what to do, right? We know how to scale reverse proxy. I talked about that. Active, active, uh, active, passive, uh, keep alive all that stuff, right? You can you can basically do a DNS um, uh, uh, balancing where uh, you have multiple reverse proxies, which are technically stateless, and 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 it doesn't matter which which reverse proxy you hit, we get a load balance across these backends. So you can do so many tricks to kind of balance the load as much as possible, right? And, and we talk about all that stuff, failover, and active active DNS. Right, so there is another trick that HAProxy did at one point to avoid that maximum number of connections. And uh, 
it is it is basically what the router does right the router your router today if you have if you have a lot of devices right and all of these devices go to the same router right and that router makes the request on your behalf technically right but what the router does actually keeps a table keeps a NAT table so technically it is just one TCP connection all the way to the destination but it keeps a track of which client connected to which server and then it matches up it says okay oh you went to google and okay so this is your source ip source client let me forward it back to you and it can only do that if it is the gateway and if you go to now you're watching this on your phone or your computer go to the wi-fi setting or the lan settings and click on details and you're going to see something called the gateway ip address the gateway ip address is the trick here your machine your laptop your phone if it doesn't know where to forward a packet to it will forward it to to the gateway and that's that's for free right so so the ip destination is not the not a router right just like the reverse proxy it is actually the google or or, or the yahoo or 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 wherever these destination website but the mac address at the layer 2 data frame is destined to the router and the router knows what to do about it and if you can build a configuration that acts like a router you can you can just eliminate that that limit right because now you don't have this the this limitation anymore right you you, you have a table and you can grow as much stuff as you can put as many as many stuff as, as you as you want right and now in this case it's very difficult to achieve because now you have to put your client in the same network and make them as as uh, make set those client gateway IP address as the reverse proxy or as this router, right? And it's very very difficult to to achieve. And then once you do that, now the client is as if it's talking to the back end directly. It's like it, it, the reverse proxy is just acting like a router. It's not having one tcp connection between the client and the reverse proxy and another one between itself and their back and no it's just one just like you when you go to google.com on your phone and you're on the wi-fi network on starbucks or anywhere you don't have a connection between you and starbucks wi-fi and the starbucks wi-fi will create a tcp connection no it just swizzles the packets that's how it works right all right, guys, this video was supposed to be four minutes talking about that, but I end up talking about proxy and maximum number of connections. So, so it was a very good discussion. <laughs> and I wanted to make these videos like almost like on a daily basis. Uh, I want to go through and just kind of answer a question a day. And, and I, I like talking to the camera like that. Hopefully I get a decent camera because I cannot use my phone when I do this and I cannot do searches because I'm using my phone to record this stuff. So guys, I love you so much. If you enjoyed this content, subscribe to this channel. I talk about the backend mostly, talk about networking, security. I specialize in, in backend technology. I love, I love, I love, I love backend. So I talk, you see most content is it's only backup, backend technology here in this channel so love you so much gonna see you on the next one you guys stay awesome goodbye